Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue show. Hope everybody's all okay and well. I can honestly say I'm really looking forward to tonight's show. It's ready. Obviously, we had a bit of a miss last week. So uh, hopefully by tonight you will be absolutely raring to go and have missed us loads. Hmm. We shall see. Uh, just in case anybody loses the sound, because we seem to have this on most times, just press um, the F5 button on your keyboard, and that will then refresh your page for you. So then you'll be able to listen into the show. So if anybody's having problems, by all means, do that. Now, of course, you know, when it's Tuesday, we have to have somebody funny, caring, sensitive, um, a bit of a figure, shall we say, who's made a very big difference, who can get people together. And can you even people of class, this person is a cheerleader. Well, cheerlead he does very, very well. And, of course, he does it with great inspiration and joy to us all. It's the one and only Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? I am doing well, my friend. It's been a crazy couple of weeks, but all is good and glad to be back with the most beautiful host in radio, and it's truly an honor oh, as always. Oh, that would be me. <laughs> that would be you, and you may get some, yeah, you may get some, may get some secret hugs later. <clears throat> um, I want to start, I want to start off on a very, not, not very, just, huh? Not just, hold a minute, not just secret ones, craftily before you get to them ones. Anyway, um, on a very positive note, I think just about everyone out there knows everything Rosie, and she came in second place in American Dog Magazine with 6,317 votes. Um, she was the victim of a dog hoarder in Woodland Hills, California, and her mom, and I don't use the word her mom, Cinnamon, I, I had the, I put a picture on there today, oh my God, people PMing me, I hate you, I'm jealous, I... And when I met when I met Rosie Sue, I have to say I honestly did not know how famous she was. Not even Patrick placed second. So this is this is a true miracle, and I would I think I would like to dedicate the show to Rosie and Cinnamon. So Rosie is a true inspiration. She's a fighter, a hero, and I know she uh, forty three thousand likes on her Facebook page. So that's pretty she darn has, amazing. I uh, just shared it into the um, yeah. chat room as well. Forty three thousand two hundred fifty nine. And I can actually tell you now, everybody, that this was the case. Howard literally said, oh, I've been to see Rosie, and I didn't really click. And then he said, and I went, do you realize? And he went, no. And then all of a sudden he got all the messages and then realized. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I have a couple of things, and I'll turn it over. As many of you know, I was in the hospital uh, 10 days ago, and I just, Sue, I cannot, I can't thank everybody, but I just, from the bottom of my heart, people were calling me in the hospital, in the emergency room, and I just, Truly, truly, truly want to thank you and just everyone else out there. And um, I don't want to mention names. It was everybody. And a special, special shout-out to my friend Lily. She brought me a donut, and she said, can you have some coffee? I said, Lily, I can't have coffee. I can have decaf. Well, they didn't have decaf at that place, so Lily went down the road and got me some decaf coffee, came and spent some time with me. And when Leslie was in the hospital, um, she also visited me. So I want to tell Lily how much I love her and Everyone else out there, I got to tell you, Sue. Everyone really got me through it, and it was a little rough, rough patch there. But um, you know, this is what it's all about. It's not about the fighting, the egos. Um, it's about the animals. It's about caring for each other. And um, my mission for the homeless and the uh, pets are really taking off. Um, I'm challenging everyone. You know, it's a couple of bucks. You can buy 24 bottles of water for five dollars. And if people are afraid, 
to go up to some homeless. I truly, truly understand and sometimes, you know, uh, scary to go up to anyone. But if someone has that concern and they're afraid, most areas, I don't know in England, Sue, most areas in this country do have shelters. And you can yeah. always feel, you yeah. know, it's like dropping off a bag of food um, for the animals at the shelter. It's no different. But i got to tell you, these um, this is very, very near and dear to my heart. I really believe it's my calling. And, um, you know, as I said, Patrick was homeless once, too, among many, many other heroes. And these people, it's nothing. A lot of them want to be there, yes. But, you know, something, a lot of them lost their jobs. A lot of them had very unfortunate situations. And it can be any, any of us. So I'm really impl- imploring every one of you, please, please, even, and it's a small gesture, guys, a bottle of water, whatever it is, whatever you feel. Leslie's going to go through her clothes. We're going to ha- drop them off at the cleaners, have them cleaned, shoes, you know, anything you feel, you know, have around the house you could have a you could have people in your neighborhood gather together on a saturday have them bring donations over but it's very very important i think it's everyone um i think it's almost an obligation of all of us you know it's i'm not asking for much but you know really think about it tonight when you go to sleep you have a roof over your head clothes on your back i took a nice hot shower this morning and it's things we take for granted so we do we all do and you wouldn't be human if you didn't and it's i just really would like everyone to get on board with this i think it's very important uh, it's very, you know, not to do it, you know, it's very satisfying when you, you know, when you see these people and, you know, talk to them. Some, You know, most of them, I talk to these people, they're very, very, very intelligent. You know, there's a stereotype out there, and it's just not true. It is just not yeah. true. You meet bad people anywhere. So, um, you know, I just I just want to thank everyone supporting that. And um, and I guess, um, oh, the three dogs were, were uh, are back home, so my mind just... Um, um, Thunder, Sarge, uh, yes. and... Um, yes, I, I can't think of the third name. Um, but anyway, they are back home with their family, and that that is a big victory. That That is just another big victory, and I have to I, say, of I course... Can actually, sorry, Harry, to interrupt. I can actually say that Heather is going to be calling in shortly, and um, she's listening to the show, and she's just been commenting and saying how much she loves my tune um, of Woman on a Mission, and i just got to say to Heather, who's listening, who's going to call in shortly, um, she has been a woman on a mission. She's not give up her fight. And she and her husband are the two most beautiful people you ever wish to meet. And they have worked so hard. They have shed so many tears. Absolutely. And I've just got to say, you know, everybody, Heather's been in touch with me and we've spoken loads, but I did speak to her husband. And I said to him, I respect you more than anybody. And he said, why? And I said, because you're the one that probably must be feeling it the most. And he said, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I said, you're the man of the house. You're expected to guard the family. You're supposed to protect the family. I said, but the, if situations like this must be really difficult because you see your family hurting and you can't protect them. He said, Sue, he said, honestly, he said, absolutely. He said, absolutely. He said, it's absolute creep to me. He said, and there's nothing I can do. So if there's anything else, I would just sort it out with me, myself, do you know what I mean? He said, but yeah. I can't. He said, I've just got to shut up and take it and just wait. That's it. And so I mean? I can't um, yep, it's, it's difficult. Amazing. Really, really, really difficult. And I can't resist saying this, so I'm going to say it. I don't really care. To a couple of the knuckleheads that have accused you of staying, staying in the U.K. and blah, 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 this is another case where you, where you really put the word out there and it made a difference. So I, I just can't resist saying it because shame on anyone that, anyone that has said it and will ever say it. I, I will say shame on you big time because Sue has helped so many, so many animals in the United States, probably more than in her own country and in Europe. So, you know, to those people, <laughs> you have. So to those people, shame. 
Yep, shame on you yep. because you know something. Sue cares about everybody. I don't care where, what planet of the Earth they're from. There was a freaking person on the moon that needed help. Sue would be there with a broadcast, no problem. Hey, yep. maybe we can get the live Sue show from the moon. That could that could be a first. Hmm. I'll tell you. What. <laughs> I, I tell you what, just trying to get me to America at the minute is enough problems. But you know, um, it's just been absolutely amazing, right? I, I, it's done me good to have the time away. And like you were saying about thinking, you know, and, and everybody was getting in touch with you when you are poorly. I've had so many lovely messages and, you know, saying, oh, I'm glad you're back. But also ones that are saying, hope you're okay, you know where we are. And it means such a lot. And, you know, little things, Howard, can make big things. That's right. And I want to say to everybody that thinks that they're just one person, you're not, right? We're advocates. We want people make a lot of people we one voice can make a lot of voices and mm-hmm. we with a little difference make a lot of difference but there is not a place and i've got to say this and you know, i'm going to start saying this on every single show the only thing that is not welcome in the advocate world is egos it's not necessary it's not wanted and it is not helpful because at the end of the day, and I'm going to say it to everybody, and I say this to every show now, if everybody wants to put their profiles of their Facebooks into the chat room so you can all connect and you can all add friends via the chat room, because let's face it, Facebook is really difficult because they stop us from adding friends and everything else. So post your profile names in there or, or the links to your profiles so everybody can connect to everybody because of the Ask Sue show. It is not about... It is not an Ask Seuss show as such. It is mm-hmm. everybody's show. It's about making a difference. And, you know, with the Help Save Canon Thunder and Sarge, you know, I'm sure the Ask Seuss show made a difference. I know that we've done other stories that have made a big difference as well. And, you know, and it will continue to do so, but we need everybody to keep sharing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's got to keep going. It's got to keep going. We just Ask do Sue. need to just make a bigger difference. And... I'm just going to say, Howard, today I did a bit of an Ask Sue rant, and it was so funny. I went up, and I've been a busy girl today, so I'll tell you about my day today in the UK. Today, myself and Kimberly went and took um, eight cats, that's all of our cats now, all done. They've all been spayed and neutered. Wow. Okay? We took eight of them at once. We had the Shropshire Cat Rescue have helped us pay for the um, spay and neutering. There have been a collection day anyway in August at the local shopping centre, so me and the kids are going to go off and shake hands and see if we can get them some collections as well. And it's been absolutely fantastic. The poor cats, please everybody send them healing. They, they are feeling so sorry for themselves right now, but they're sitting there, they're all fine, they've all been done and everything, so they're all good. But on the way back, well, after we dropped them off, we went to a veg store, well, it's a farm shop called... Um, I'm a bastard. I've forgotten the name. Uh, Mix something. Anyway, it's on the way from Market Drayton towards Whitchurch, anybody who's in Shropshire. And an absolute fantastic lady is there. She's worked so hard. She's had people going against her because they don't want her to have the shop there and everything. But she's still carried on going. And we were talking about animals, about cruelty, about governments and everything. And then another couple came and we got talking to them. And do you know what? This lady came out to me, and I was talking to this couple while she served somebody else, and she came out. She went, I've been listening to you, she said. And I said, yeah. She went, you make a lot of sense, don't you? 
and we were talking about governments, about cruelty, about, you know, how we need to unite. And I said, you know what, we all blame everybody for everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. But the people we really need to blame is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if we don't all stand up and make a difference, every single one of us, how do we expect or think that anything's going to change? That's right. And, you know, so you made a good point because don't, you know, don't, you should never underestimate yourself. And, you know, I was thinking about it in the hospital, too. You know, like in the captain, he may call in today. You know, something, it's all about teamwork. You know, a a small, small percentage of people, and I will say it, they need to grow up and get a life. You know, something, it's teamwork. And as I've said before, I mean, you look at your kids, you look at um, our our Sophie from New York, what she's done. And you know something, you you never know what you're going to accomplish, Sue, because I never, ever, ever thought in my wildest dreams that, that, that I would be making a small difference. And, you know, it's just, and my small difference and your small difference and everyone else's small difference is, is, is going to really make the difference. So it's really, really time for everyone to, listen, you don't have to like everyone, but respect them for what they're doing, okay? It's not about likes and I have 5,000 likes and I have this. It's about saving the animals. It's about feeding the homeless. It's about getting the word out. It's about being a team. You know, like I say to people at work that you work with, and you're there, you know, I'm with them more than I'm at home. You don't have to like people, okay, but respect them for what they're doing. And everyone, mm-hmm. on, everyone on Facebook, on these pages, we need, people need to really admire each other. And don't judge people. Oh, he's only doing this and I'm doing that. Well, you know something? Then grow up. Oh, and I do have a major announcement to make. This is very, I'm so proud, and I know you're going to be proud. Our dear friend Sally is officially director of her shelter. Oh, really? Yes, she won't be calling in, but this is a gal who started out her own little page and started doing little Go Green events at Walmart and just worked and worked and worked. And I can't tell you from the bottom of my heart how proud I am of Sally. She is oh, just... Oh, fantastic. Well and, and there, you know, there I goes the example. Yep. That's Unbelievable. She is just... And we've had her on the show, and she is... The thing I admire about Sally is there's no ego. She's a team player. But she's a foster failure, but we'll forgive her for that. <laughs> but, but I did want to, Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yes, and that Absolutely shows you. Fantastic. Yep, and that shows you how hard she worked and 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 what you can accomplish. So that's just just kudos to our family member Sally. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Well done. Uh, you know, it's nice to have some good news, isn't it? But then, yes, of we, course, I do have to go and spoil it. Okay. You, uh-huh. you know it's got to come, and I have to have my rant. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Save Memphis continues. Mm-hmm. The status. Now, I will apologize to the page because I haven't been on there enough, but I know our good friend um, Hillary has been keeping everything up to date for me, and I love her very, very much. And let me read this out to you. Save the Bloomfield um, shelter 10 months ago. 10, this sweet, affectionate, average dog, This is what um, the behaviorist trainer Jim Crosby said. He was was shipped out to South Dakota for rehabilitation 10 months ago. Who the heck is rehabbing this sweet soul? Karen Law? Bloomfield Health? NTNN? The Board of Health lawyer Ricky stated that once Memphis was rehabbed, he'd be returned to the Coltonbacks. Mm-hmm. What is taking so long? Who's the person supposed to be doing the rehab? It's all bogus. 
Michael Vick's fighting and tortured pit bulls were rehabbed and rehomed in last, far less time. So we have to ask, what game are they playing? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's people's thoughts on that one? Me, I'm sickened. And I will also tell you this for, for no thing. I will be ringing up Bloomfield Health. Oh, yes. And we will be doing it from the show yet again. And I will be finding out exactly what is happening because I am sickened to the stomach and fed up of saying the same thing over and over and over again. So, Bloomfield, if you'd like to get ready for your phone calls, because if, if you don't answer my phone calls, I'll just make sure that the whole of America does ring you. Yep. So if you would like to have your phone lines bombarded, by all means, carry on. If you don't, you can always email asusshow at gmail.com to arrange an appointment for us to talk. That's your public health warning. <laughs> and also, um, also, Seuss, you know, it's also going to be the year anniversary of Lennox in July. I know you're going to – I think July 11th is the year anniversary of that. And I remember when that happened, including myself, I said, oh, that would never happen in, the, in America. Well, hello. Oh, yeah. Ten months. Ten months when you get people from Bloomfield lying through their teeth, making promises for a picture that they can't keep that they never should have – said so it just goes on and on and on and on and on you know yep. i mean i could have i'm not being sorry you know something i I, yep. you know, I i i i could have done a better job in 10 months and i don't know what the heck i'm doing that's crazy but the you thing know? is let's be realistic right and i am going to get ask jeff about this okay at some point hopefully maybe he'll call in or whatever but i'll speak to him i'm going to just ask him the question if he had a dog like memphis with the triggers that he had, how long would it take him to train him? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it would take that long, Sue. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Let's no. just rewind the clock. Okay, let's just rewind the clock. Let's just imagine that Jeff just had Memphis for a while and was training him up, didn't fall in love with him, and he didn't go to back to Bloomfield Health Department under the circumstances that he did, mm-hmm. would Bloomfield have been happy for Jeff to have keep, kept him 10 months to train him? Mm. Really? Really. And I also remember Jeff saying on your show right there when they were on that he was going to, he would, he had homes, he would rehome, guarantee rehomes for those seven other dogs in, in return for uh, Memphis. You remember yep. that comment? So shame, shame. Yep. Are they... Uh, you know, how how is that being humane? How are they being humane at that shelter? It's just horrible. Just horrible. Yep. But as they say, it, too, our lovely friend um, Mike Fitzpatrick, he didn't do very much to help anything, really, even though he promised so much on the show. Yes, and I will tell you, like my mom says, too, everything comes back to bite you in the ass, so I hope they get bit hard there. Shame on them. Shame on them. Yep. yep. So, anyone on hold? Uh, but Yep, we will be um, catching up with that, though. Let me just say to everybody, there's a few shows that I am going to be following up on. Um, Of course, because what I've decided is, obviously, we've got shows that we've already already done, but I don't want to start doing new topics. I want to catch up with the ones that we've already been. Just for an example, Memphis, um, Crowley Shelter. I want to update people and let everybody know about the Betty Crumley situation. There has been word on the grapevine. This is not 100% confirmed, 
But those of you that can remember the videos that went on YouTube about the dogs that were being euthanized with only a third of the euthanization drug, and that was on a YouTube video, also listen to the, the videos that Betty Crumley herself said, all the okay. words that she said. I want to announce to people that we have been told confidential, you know, I mean, we can't say who actually told us, but we've been told that apparently Betty Crumley is going to be going back to that shelter. Oh I God. will announce on this show right now that if I find out for definite that that woman is going back into that shelter, I will be setting up a um, a like chip-in thing to try and raise funds to get me a flight over to America because I want to start a massive protest outside the animal shelter to get her out. That is wrong, 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 and no way. Absolutely no way. That's that's no unbelievable. Way. That's unbelievable. I, I did can't want believe to, it, uh, Howard. Me, I, me, I, I hadn't heard. Kathy told me on the show last night. I didn't get to speak to Kathy before the show last night, and she told us on the show, and honestly, I could have sat there and cried. I hate to say it, I could cry too, but you know something, Sue, after the, some of the stories we've heard, I hate to say it, nothing surprises me anymore, nothing. Do you know what the biggest thing, though, is? Anybody who's got information who knows about Betty Crumley or you've been there or you've got anything that you've got to share, do not hold back. You need to start telling um, the uh, Tennessee investigation all about it because it is no good coming to us and saying, well, I knew this and I knew that and I could have told them this three months down the line because yep. it will be too damn late. Absolutely. You need to go and tell them now. You need to share your evidence. You need to tell them what you've witnessed and you can prove. Please don't come to us afterwards telling us all about it because it will be just too late, just too late. Yeah, so let me um, go to the phone lines because we have got a couple of callers waiting. Uh, area code three three seven. Is oh that my Penny? God. Hi Sue. Hi Howard. Um, hey Howard, you've been doing an awesome job, my brother. Um, you know, you've kind of wore off on me a little bit. I was able to rant with Sue a little earlier about uh, why I'm kind of <laughs> calling. Uh-huh. Um, I'm doing a three-way call right now. Um, I have somebody, you know, that's new to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on her way of being homeless. She has two service dogs. She uh-huh. has four cats. And she also has another family that she's been helping with two small children. Wow, um, wow, And wow. on Kaboot, she lost her vehicle. Her vehicle, uh, the motor blew. Um, so, you know, when it rains, of course, I am not in the chat room right now because Facebook has locked me out. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so that I had to listen to the show from my phone. Um, but her name is Jessie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I I can go ahead and, I don't know, Jessie, can you go ahead and, can you hear them or? I can hear everybody. Hi, Jessie. Hi. Welcome to the Hi, show. Hi, how are you doing? Um, not good. D- Jessie, just go for it. You've got people listening who want to help you. Tell us what you need and tell us how we can help you. Um, um, I need my truck fixed, um, a, either funds or a house to drop on my lap so that me and my adopted sister and her kids and her husband have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I have a week before I have to go to court for the eviction, and um, I'm just I'm really stressed out. I'm at I'm at panic mode. Okay. Where do you live? <laughs> Breathe, Jackie. I'm breathing. Take your time. Springfield, Oregon. Springfield, Oregon. Okay. Okay. So, and I'm I'm on disability, and um, my <laughs> my dis all my back pay has been used because of the person I moved into this house with actually used me and conned me out of twenty three thousand of my twenty eight thousand dollar back pay. Oh my god! I don't have anything. I don't have anything to get me and these people I call family out of here and somewhere safe. I can't fix my truck. And I'm the type of person that my anxieties are bad enough that I can't get on a bus and go anywhere, so I'm stuck at home. Mm-hmm. And right, okay. that's not helping me at all. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what? Firstly, let me just say to you, if I could hug you right now, I certainly would. I'm in the UK, so I'll send you one. Absolutely. Second thing is, I know what it's like not having a vehicle, because I had to do without one for quite some weeks, right? And just knowing I've got to do without it for a few weeks has drove me crazy, okay? Now, <coughs> what's the main thing that you need then, Jess? What What is it that we you, you need desperately then? Um. Well, the, the, I would honestly say immediate and desperate need is either funds for us to get another place before and have it secured before we go to court, because I know how hard it is to get in, in a place if you have an addiction. And right now, I don't think that the the owner of this house is going to be too willing to work with me. Um because of the fact that he allowed us to get $10,000 behind his head. Another thing is, is the place that she lives in, that yeah. place, um, when she moved in, it was full of mold. Um, oh, you know, goodness. just uh, all kinds of things. I mean, they have got... Jessie is not one to ask for help. Um, she's come to me and, I mean, in tears. And so I'm turning to the, you know, to the family and see what what all our heads can do to see what maybe we can do to help her. I consider her my, my sister as well. Um, so that's why I brought her to y'all and, you know, maybe somebody might know something I'm not thinking of. Yeah, hopefully there's someone right. out there. Okay. Um, first, first of all, I need to say that Pebbles is in the chat room. She's asking what town in Oregon was it again? Uh, Springfield, Oregon. Sorry? Springfield, Oregon. Springfield, okay. And let me just, um, sorry, let me just think. Have you got an email, Penny or Jess, that we can put forward people on to you? Um, um, yes. Go ahead, Jess. Um, I can, I think I can put it in the chat room. Would that be okay? Yes. You have, have you gotten any- into the chat room, Jess? Yeah, I am in it. Okay, she's star destiny in the chat room, everybody. Okay. Right, okay. Let me just... 
And I also have I also have a group. Oh right, okay. I also have a group, and I will put it in there. It's go. It's called Go Green for the Homeless and their and their pets. So we can put the info in there. I also have an event going dedicated to the homeless and their pets. So we could also so we could also pop it in there and see if we can get some feedback. Definitely. But, now, but I have to. Say, but I have to oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's okay. The other thing is, I've just given you my email address. If you want to put um, some information together, Jess, and then what I'll do is I'll put a link together and I'll share it to Howard, and then Howard can put it into his groups and events and things, and I can put it into mine as well, okay? Okay. Is it okay? Oh, don't even thank us. It's our pleasure. Let me tell you something. Don't feel funny about ever asking for help. One of the things that inspired me to do this, I was – Back when I was younger, I was homeless for a couple of weeks, and um, after going down talking to some homeless people, it could be any of us, any time. And like Sue and I say, we all have to be there for each other. We have to. So whatever, hopefully someone I, will pick it up, and whatever ever we can do for you, we will. Yeah, I don't want to go there again. I spent eight years living off the kindness of others while I was fighting for my disability. It took me eight years to get it, mm-hmm. and then when I did everybody used me and took everything that I, I had been fighting for and mm. had to demean myself to get it. And then even I, I've been homeless where I've lived with other people and I've been homeless to the extent that I lived in a vehicle and under a vehicle in in a tent. I accidentally caused my, my best friend's mom's house to burn down because I had pneumonia and she put me on her couch and didn't tell me that the heater was behind the couch, and I accidentally knocked the couch cushion onto the heater, and it burned their house almost to the ground. I can't go through this anymore. I need stability in my life. Yeah, I hear you. Well, God bless you. We will do whatever we can. I hope there's someone out there listening that knows someone that may know someone, and that's and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Jess, can I ask you, what, what have you actually got then? So this yourself and... Penny was telling me you've got some animals as well. Tell me about the, your situation. What, what, who have you got um, in your house? Well, it's my adopted sister, her husband, her three girls from age two and a half to ten. They're two and a half, six, and ten. Um, and then we have a roommate that would go with us that is... He's working his butt off. He came off the road. He's been my roommate for three years. Um, he just came off the road doing long-haul truck driving to go to work and stay closer to home. Um, and my, I have a wolf husky Malamute that is my mobility and stability dog. Aww. And then I have a dingo husky who is my <laughs> alert and response dog. They're they're a mess. I love them, but they're a mess. And then I've got my little polydactyl cow kitty Shredder, who earned his name very aptly. He's my buddy. He comes and he'll sit on me and look at me like it's okay, mom. And then I have my um, my snowshoe is uh, Gimli, and he's just he's a light and. I've got one indoor-outdoor cat that has lived here since the day he was born. He was actually born in my closet. Wow. And that boy is tough. He's lived through major infections where I couldn't take him to 
the doctor, I thought I was going to lose him this last one because his face was so nasty. Hmm. Um, it went away. <laughs> his name's Spike, and he just, he's a trooper. And then my sister has a cat, and her name is Banshee, and it's Gimli's sister. Um, and I have a crested gecko. His name is Gator, only because he looks like an alligator and he bites like one. <laughs> hmm. but he, he's cool and he helps entertain my nieces and I have a tank full of fish that I'll give away because I don't like cichlids Let me ask you you do you have enough food for all of them? Have they been eating regularly? Is it is is yes. food an issue for the pets or do you have enough yeah. food? Um, I I buy my food every month at the beginning of the month when I get my disability, and I call it into the feed store, uh-huh. and they take my card over the phone. Uh-huh. My my dingo husky is allergic to gluten, so I have to mm-hmm. have her on special food. And then I just recently found out they make the same kind of the same brand of cat food, which is the diamond. Mm-hmm. So if she eats the cat food, it doesn't hurt her. So okay. I spend $112 a month out of my disability, and I buy the cat food, the dog food, and the flea medicine that treats everybody because my poor dog is even allergic to fleas. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I, I told her she was yeah. not allowed to be allergic to anything else. <laughs> well, Sue, we'll put it in the event room and all the pages. We'll see if we can't get some donations going. Uh, you know, the pet's got to yep. eat and she's got to eat. So we will – you have my word. We will do whatever we can. This, I'm on a mission with this, and – I said I was homeless for a couple of weeks, and um, I, I went down to Venice Beach, California, spent about eight hours with these folks on the streets. I got there real early, watched them wake up in the morning, and I have to tell you, as you know, and I've said this on the show, that um, homeless people have a very, very unique and special bond with their pets, and uh, it was very touching to me. It was just, it really, it really touched my heart. Howard, were you able to get a hold of uh, Wow Wow Jam, my nephew? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. I will for sure. Maybe we can do something down there. But this well, is some... they're getting ready to do something on Skid Row here pretty soon. It's through Wow Jam, and I'll okay. send you the link. But right now, I'm locked down on the computer. I it's not letting me do anything. Yeah, but as I've said to everyone, this is something. This is something we all need to get involved in and try to help each other. So that's. Uh, yeah. And, and 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 we certainly will. We certainly will try to help in any way we can. Sue, if you wouldn't mind, give Howard my phone number because you have it, or Kat can give it to him or something, so that way I can contact him. Absolutely, Um, absolutely. And, Jess, how long have you actually got, you know, before, obviously, it all kicks off for you? How long have we got to help you? I don't know. Um, I have to go to court next Tuesday on the 25th at 8.30 in the morning, and I'm going to try to get it to where the judge will let us go through mediation. I'm going to try to get it to where um, my this is my plan. My plan is, is to go in and ask for mediation in mediation, ask for 30 days, and then at the end of that 30 days we'll be out of here um, with the, the residents being as clean as possible as we can get it, as well as him and I will sit down and write out a written contract of that I'll give him $100 a month until the back rent is paid off, because that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I have, okay. 
call into legal. I have a call into my um, prepaid legal because I believe the paperwork is actually incorrect. Um, I was. I've always been under the impression that when they do uh, an eviction, they can only put the physical name of the person on the rental agreement, and then every for anybody else living in the residence, they have to put all others. Hmm. Because as far as I'm to understand, only put the party that is financially responsible. And I am the only party that is on the rental agreement. Hmm. Um, Well, he has put my sister and her her husband's name on there. I I think you're right. I'm not going to say I am by no means into law and all that, and I'd have to speak to somebody for you, but... I, do, I think you're right. I think it can only be the only person that's actually responsible and on that agreement. I don't think it can be right. others. The other thing I want to ask you, are you needing to find, to, to I was about to say, rehome all of you. That sounded so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how many times I rehome dogs and cats, can't you? Is it all of you that needs to have a place, or is, or has your the rest of your family got somewhere, or is it literally all of you need somewhere? Um, we we literally all need somewhere. Um, if it came down to that, um, part of us were going to be homeless. My adopted sister and her husband and the kids have a place for temporary. But that, I don't know if that includes any of the animals because they live in a 55 and older park. Her grandparents do. Um, but my roommate that has been here with me for three years and me and the animals would have nowhere. I mean, and I live on right. a freaking hill. I can't walk down the hill and go anywhere because where I live is actually almost It's not rural per se, but I'm basically at the end of town. Hmm. Yeah. Good, good. Now, I, I'm just going to speak in a foreign language now because I haven't got a clue what Heather's messaging me here, but she's told me to ask you, if you tried the United Way, she can dial 211 from a landline phone and they can point her to resources that may be able to help her. Hmm. That's a good idea. Um, I, I have done that. Um, and... Um, my part of my problem is is that most of the places down here, because of this county being really broke, they can't help with the amount of rent that is owed. Hmm. Um, and the only other thing I have been able to do is get a hold of my caseworker at Senior Disabled Services to see if she can get me on bumped up on the waiting list for low-income housing, and that would just be for myself. Yeah, not for the whole family. That's the problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, you definitely want to try um, to keep the family together. Yeah. Penny, down here? can you – sorry, Penny, can you forward me Jess's number, or I'll keep in contact with you, because if anybody wants to get in – wants to send some information to Jess, or anybody that can offer any well, help. Too. Sorry? They can all also contact me as well on Facebook. I ju- Facebook is just letting me get in now. I'm trying to get to the chat room now okay. as well, and I'll put my it's information It's just that a lot there. of people know my email address, so if anybody uh, wants to help Jess um, and you, you want to email, please give me an email, ask Sue Show 
at gmail.com. It does, you know, whether you can say of a house that's available, whether there's information of help, whether okay. you can maybe, I don't know, if there's somebody that can help it on a temporary measure, um, whatever, the, any help at all, please give us an email at asksueshow at gmail.com. Anybody that can offer any, any help. And I'll open my email now, so if anybody wants to forward that to me. Um, and anybody who, need, who wants to have the information as well, I will forward that to you as well. Absolutely. But we're going to try our best. I know there's someone, people out there that are going to be listening or through the events or through the pages that will hopefully respond. And uh, as I said, we all have to be there for each other, guys. This is a team effort. We're all family, and let's just get on board here and try to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing is, Jess, any time you want to talk, obviously you've got our good sister and friend there, Penny, helping you, who's obviously an inspiration to all of us, and we love her very yep. much, Bessa. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you need us, just give us a shout. You know, I'm sure Penny will forward you on our uh, Facebook profiles. Message us any time you want, okay? We're here any time. Penny, I'll give you a call later after I get your number from Sue, okay? All right, Howard. I, okay. I, I just got into the chat room. So. No problem. I'll, yeah, I'll give you a call later on. All right. Okay, hon. Nice okay, to talk love. to you. All right, Jess. You look after yourself, love, and uh, keep your chin up, okay? I will. Take care, Jess. Our, our thoughts and I prayers are with you. Thank you, Howard. You're welcome. You're speak, welcome. Speak to you both soon. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Oh, wow. Wow. That's what it's all about, Sue. That's what it's all about. You're getting another person on the show. We're getting the word out there, and hopefully, but, you know, as I say, it could be any of us at any time, and it's um, brought tears to my eyes. It's just uh, it's yeah, just heartbreaking to, hear, it's heartbreaking to hear the stories, but it's also good to know that we're all going to make a difference, and that's, um, you know, that's that's what it's all about. Exactly. Now, we've got another call awaiting, Howard, so let's go straight to the phone lines again. Area code 870. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hi, Howard. Hello. Hi, this is Heather. I'm, uh, I don't know if I can follow. Just stop. Well, Heather, just stop. I've got Mm -hmm. something for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? There's something very special just for you. Hooray! 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 <laughs> well done. Oh, wow. oh, do you know what? When I saw the news, oh, I my. was chuffed a bit to hear that the three of them are home. Inform us of what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and and you know they they are home. They are on a pre-trial release. We have not been to court yet. <clears throat> So I still have to be really careful what I what I can and cannot talk about. Um, okay. But they're home. <laughs> oh. Well, Heather, I have cool. to ask you cool. how how was it the moment they walked through the door? Were there tears? Oh. There... <clears throat> lots of tears, lots of tears, and I um, I kept it a surprise from Anthony. He was at work when they got to come home, and he he just broke down in tears and hugged all of them and. <sighs> He was. It was a very nice surprise for him. Wow. Oh my goodness! No. I bet that beats a bunch of flowers any day of the week. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. And um, you know they they are on a lot of restrictions. Um, they they can't go outside without a muzzle. We had to get liability insurance for them. Um, there's we can't leave the territorial boundaries of Arkansas. 
there's there's a lot of things that they're restricted to, but they're home. Hmm. Now that's the main thing. Mm, definitely, definitely. So when so you kind of, have you actually got a date yet, Heather? No, we don't. So Heather, how was their behavior? How were they whenever you know when they first you know got home? How how what was their reaction? Very excited. Uh-huh, um, jumping you know, around, and a, jumping and yes. bark, barking, mm-hmm. and jumping and everything like little kids, huh? Yes. Well, and this is a new house to them. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, you know, we moved while they were, um, let's say, incarcerated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this this is all new to them, but they, you know, they adapted very quickly and very well. And and how are your kids? How are the kids doing? Oh, great! They are they're excited to have them home. Um, you know, the, in the weeks prior to them coming home, we finally sat down and explained the whole situation to them, and and what had happened. And and oh. so every day I got, "Mommy, can we bring the dogs home? Mommy, can we bring the dogs home?" Yeah. And yeah. then you know, but finally I got to think- go get them, and they were home. <laughs> Oh, bless you. The thing is, though, Heather, it's so difficult. I mean, I've got kids myself, you know, and we try and protect them as much as we can, but how do you explain something that's not explainable? Right. It wasn't It wasn't easy. Um, my my 12-year-old grasped the, the situation better than my 7-year-old. Um, he understood more yeah. than she did. So, yeah. You know, and and now that they're home, my daughter Cadence, she gets very upset because I have to put the muzzles on them to take them outside. Yeah. How how she, is the dog adapted to that, Heather? Um, we're working on it. Um, they it's it's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. Heather, you know, they've is, they've never. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They've never had to be muzzled before in their life, so it's it's very different to them. Um, it, it took a couple of days before they would um, not try to take the muzzle off. Hmm. They would take their front feet and push on their nose and try to push their muzzle off, but um, we've gotten over that. So they, they know now that when it's time to go potty, they we do it one at a time. Hmm. Um, it's just... It's easier that way. So two of them go into their inside kennels, and and one gets ready to go out, and they will sit at the front door, and they'll allow the muzzle to be put on, and then we'll put the leash on, and we go out. Uh, I'd ask you a question. The lawyer that you had, it, it, it was a it was a it was a it was a female, correct? It was a female lawyer. I have a male and female attorney. Oh, okay. Did they does does their firm specialize in these kind of cases, or they practice general law? I was just curious. Um, they they do a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, so, okay. So they have done. Have they done? They've done these kind of cases before, obviously. Yes. Okay. Yes. One hundred percent win rate with their canine cases. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Maybe we can get them on the after everything's over. Maybe we can get them on the Sue uh, on the show, Sue. That'd be yes. very interesting. Yeah. Definitely. I would love to. I would love to to suggest that to them, and I have. And and while we're in a case, yeah, they yeah, they cannot. Yeah. Because this is certainly yeah. not a unique situation, and knowing what you've been through, your family, you certainly don't want other people to go through it. So when everything is said yeah. and done, you know, maybe we can, you know, because no one, no one but, should have to go through what you went through. It's just shameful. It's just awful, and it's shameful. Just horrible. It is, and it, ha- it happens every day. Yep, I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm sure it does. 
It's just, um, you know, when you first spoke to me, and and I've just got to say to everybody, I spoke to Heather on the phone, and, of course, I had open arms to welcome her to the RC family. It goes without saying. But I can honestly say, and I don't care who's listening, what judge or anything, but I can honestly say to everybody that Heather and her husband, Anthony, isn't it, they were mm-hmm. just amazing. They would talk to me about the dogs. And just how she speaks about the dog and her family, you pick up the signs. Do you know what I mean? This is a person that cares, that loves her animals. And do you know what? I actually spoke to her husband on the phone, and I said to him, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him because, you know, he's got to try and protect his family. He's trying to do the best for the family. And sometimes the law and your responsibilities are taken out of your hands, and you can do nothing about it. And I have got to say that Heather has thought, thought for this day and night, and so has, as her husband, as well as trying to keep the family together, trying to keep everybody happy. And I would love to give them a massive hug, and I am so chuffed that they've got this far. But I want everybody to please understand, this fight is not over by a long stretch. Everybody still needs to keep sharing their page, and I'm asking everybody, if you have not joined it, please join it as soon as possible. We need to get them to be staying home. Don't think that the fight is over. It's still got to carry on. We need to keep them at home. Absolutely. And, Heather, i got to ask you, I'm sure I'm sure going through this, and don't take it the wrong way, but I'm, I'm sure the love and appreciation now is different of the dogs. It is. It is. It has to be. You know, after my working with the homeless, you know, I forgot to tell you, Sue, some idiot said to me, well, the homeless don't deserve to have dogs and I was like, pets. I was like, excuse you? I said, the mm-hmm. government needs to keep their effing business out of it. I said, a lot of the homeless people are better owners than some people I know, so excuse them. You know, but, but, the, love is, but the love and appreciation is now different. I, I, I'm sure you can't even describe it. I can't. I can't. And it's, you know, I, I love, I have four dogs. You know, I've got mm-hmm. my three pit bulls and then my corgi, and mm-hmm. I've always loved my dogs unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it goes along with that. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, when I go see the homeless, Heather, um, it's just, um, you know, it's just indescribable, the bond and the love that they have. And, I, and I'm, you know, I mean, obviously you're not homeless, but the love, the love changes. It's, you know, as much as, as much as I love my little girl, I've had her 13 years, and I see the homeless people with them and people that have gone through what you've gone through. Bandit was just released after three years. Yes, so I, I know. I just can't, you know, I just can't even imagine, you know, the feeling, you know, when they came home. And, you know, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is something you just can't express. It's just something within the... You know, within you, and I'm sure it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be a good lesson for the kids in the long run. You know, it just shows mm-hmm. you. You know, you know, you appreciate what you have, not what you don't. You know, as Sue always says, and uh, you know, any of these things can happen to any of us. So I'm just so glad you're sharing with us, and you know, they're back home with their family where they should be. Uh, it's, and also, it, Heather, it was thank a rough. You for, sorry, Heather, go on, carry on. It was it was a rough two and a half months, and. Is you know we we feel very relieved, but as you said, it's it's not done. Yeah. Um, I've got to say to everybody, please. I'm just going to say it again. Sorry, but um, Heather has managed to get 4,130 likes. We need to get that way over 5,000, 6,000 people. So if you've not added people <coughs> to that page yet, please do so as soon as possible. And um, Heather, I'll tell you what else I can do. Maybe you could add me as a admin, literally for say half an hour, 
and I will add all of my people to it. Rather than me click, 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 click all the people, I can add them all mm-hmm. at once. So we'll, we'll talk about that after the show, okay? Okay. Heather, can, we, can we Sue PM me your phone number so I can be in touch there. with you guys? Yes, most definitely. Sue, you can give Howard my phone number. That that's I'm perfectly okay yep. with that. Yeah, because I have a couple yep, that's of. Fine. I have a couple ideas up my sleeve, which I'll discuss with you. But uh, and and of course with my sister there, Sue. But I have a couple of couple of ideas, so um, so I'll call you in a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Now the other thing is, I've got to very quickly say, do we know how long are they thinking that it's going to be? How long have we got to build this page up for you? Um, we we have heard October, but we're we're not sure. Hmm. October. Mhm. You know what, Howard? This this is what really does drive me insane. Do they not realize that they are actually affecting people's lives with what they're doing? Oh. <laughs> Sue, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> do, do, they really don't get it, do they? You no, know, they do you know what, Heather? I, I was thinking about this, and I thought about this a few times. We're talking about the homeless, okay? And we're talking about people. Yes. Let's just imagine that you, you're going to laugh at this, but let's just imagine <clears throat> that you're 80-year-old, you've got a heart condition, and you've got, you know, we've got severe health problems, and your only lifeline is your dog, and you had to go through the same thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I not, everybody I... Is, not everybody is as strong as you and Anthony at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, there must be more people out there and I am certain, and God forbid, I, you know, I'm going to, people are going to stamp on me for this, but I don't care. There could be people that have actually committed suicide over this sort of thing because of the fact that they can't cope with it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Why should anybody or anything be able to put such a situation on? If these dogs have done wrong at the end of the day, why is it not going to court sooner? Why so long? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a but you know Sue, I will say it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, look how long, and I'm just using it. You know, it's it's you know, one day's an eternity. Look how look how long it's taken for. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to say the name. You know, who I'm saying to go to court. Twenty eight months. You know, who I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't even want to mention mm-hmm. her name. I'll say it, Keisha. Twenty eight months before this case yep. has gone to trial. Twenty eight months. The Scavellis. Have you know they're fostering Patrick? I mean the same thing. They must be. It's not. It's ridiculous. Twenty-eight months, the waste of money and time. You know, let these dogs, let these, let them be with their family. And you know, at the end of the day, enough is enough. It's the, the system is. But you know, thank God, Heather. I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Thank God they're home. I mean, I know it's hard yeah. till October, but better you have them with you than you know where they were. Correct. I don't want to come off yeah. sounding sounding arrogant or anything. But oh, no, God, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand. And, and, you know, I know what Sue is saying, but thank God, by the grace of God, they're home with their family where they should be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the system stays through, you're right. It's just it's just so so tedious and so long, and, you know, the amount of money they're spending when they could be spending the money in other ways. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I I support any family that is that is in my situation because I know it happens and I can honestly say I know how you feel, whether it's been one day or or three years. Yeah, but you know, you know, Heather, things happen for a reason, 
And like Sue said, your family is so strong and probably more bonded now than ever. And, you know, after everything is said and done and it's going to be okay, you guys are going to – I know you guys are going to be on a mission. You know, just like yeah, our dear yeah. friend Sue, just like our dear friend Kristen. Look how much she's yeah. gotten done. So, you know, everything yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason, good or bad. And I know in the long run good's going to come out of this and, and you guys are going to make a huge difference in the in the world. And I guess that's what God intended. That is my plan. Yeah, let me just say, um, we're going to, obviously I'll be helping Heather fight um, to carry on with this at the moment, but as soon as we've secured their homecoming for good, then we'll, me and uh, Heather will be doing definitely more shows together to make a difference for other people. Because I know yes. that um, Heather has already said that she wants to make uh, help other people that will be going through the same situation. Hey, Sue, I think when it's all said and done, I should go down there and we'll do a show live. <laughs> oh, don't even start me off. <laughs> you know what? i tell you what, this, this month in America is going to be a year. Do you realize that? <laughs> I, yeah, it's no way it could be a month. You have too many people to visit now. <laughs> I've already got booked already, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You know, these three little guys are famous now, so, you know, you're going to have to spend more than a month. That's great, Heather, though. You're going to do a lot of good and... You know, just God bless yes. you and your family, and the lawyers, too, of course. Yes, yes, the Lancaster Law Firm in Benton, Arkansas. Thank you, Clinton Jennifer. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. That's now, wonderful. listen, Heather, a big, massive hug from the U.K., okay? And any time you need us, any time you want to call in, you know, don't think that because they're home we're going to forget you. No chance. We, we'll, nope. I'll help you to get some more numbers on that page, I promise. Okay. Thank you, Good, guys. Heather. I'll be in touch with you, okay. Heather. God bless you and the family. Uh, uh-huh. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Mhm. Well, what a first what a first half of the show, Miss Sue. Wow. Oh my goodness gracious me. Oh. Very powerful, but but I have to really respect that family. You know, it's just um it's just amazing. Just amazing. But good yep. will come out of it and uh you know, at the end of the day like you say we'll be good. <clears throat> yep. Definitely. And I've just got a couple of mentions. I've got to uh, mention there's a, there's a few people from the U.K. that are listening in today. I've got to say hello to Martin, who's listening in at the moment as well, um, from Shropshire. And I want to say a big hello to Sherry Rose, who's just said, better make a stop in Florida soon. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible to stop in Florida for a bit. Of course I will. And also, um, Jessie has sent me the email address for her. So if anybody wants to email Jessie in particular, Please give her an email. It's n a n a s k a t at hotmail dot com. Nana Scat, I think that's called. So it's n a n a s k a t at hotmail dot com to anybody who can help her out at all. Um, that would be fantastic. Oh my goodness! Yes, Shall we have a little uh, tune, Howard? That sounds good, young lady. Um, I think we'll have to do this one for Heather, okay? Okay, And, okay. Uh, of course, Anthony and her children, and also the Lancaster firm, and uh, to let everybody know to please sh- keep sharing their page. So uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes, Howard. Sounds good. So, of course, we've got to have the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Was nice, the party was something. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And everybody having a ball I tell the fellas starting in calling And the girls respond to the call I never pull my shout out I just looked at that picture of Patrick and said, it's going to be okay. It'll be okay. 
And, exactly. Uh, just, Do you know, yeah. I think that maybe we should get a, some posters done with Patrick, what he looked like in the beginning, and then one, what he looks like now. And Absolutely. if that doesn't inspire anybody and everybody, nothing will. That's right. That's right. And you certainly inspired a lot of people in a lot of different ways, and that's, um, you know, it's an important thing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, a big thank you to Heather for calling in. I know she found it really hard, and uh, she sent me a message saying, love the song. So, uh, yes, who let the dogs out? I think it's a case of who shouldn't, of course, let them go in there in the first place should be the question. So, um, right, let me just have a look, make sure there's nobody calling in. If anybody's got any updates they want to share, you can give us a call in on 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. So uh, give us a call in. And one thing, Sue, the captain did say this week, you know, it's getting, I'm sure there too, it's getting, the hot weather is upon us, and please, please do not leave your animals in the car. The temperature in the cars are much hotter than outside, and it's just not a good thing to do. If you do see, and if you do see someone, dog locked in, in this country you call the ASPCA because it's just, that's just, you know, a dog, can, a dog or a cat or whoever can die in those hot cars. It gets obsessively hot in there. And uh, so, you know, that was just a... Um, Something from my dear friend, the captain, and he's right about that. You have to be very sensitive in the, you know, in the heat. It's very bad. Exactly. Um, and do you know what? And this happens quite a few times. And let's face it, there have been people have even smashed windows to get the dogs out of the cars. And, and Fred, who's respect to them? You better believe it. I would do it in a second if I felt it was necessary. Yep. The, the, the one thing I will say, Howard, right? Now, you know me. I will always sit in the garden fence, right? Yep, yep. What do people suggest for the people that take their dogs everywhere in the car? Wherever they go out, they take their dog. Well, Is there anything that we can actually put in cars to make it cool? Well, I mean, uh, you know, unless, I mean, unless you, you know, unless you have air conditioning in the car when it's really hot. I, I know here in L.A., it, where I live, and get to 115 in the summer, 110. So exactly. a fan, but a fan thing, you I'm just... In, yeah. You know, I think I'm thinking to myself. Some cases, the times when you've got to take your dogs with you. Correct. Do you know I mean? Absolutely. So you know, is the things that because I've seen that you can get like little um, fold-up things that go into the windows, so you can have mm. your window down, but it's actually you know the windows down, but it's like something to stop in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably yeah, I mean you could probably tint your windows a little. There are probably things you can do, but. I don't know when you're the and you're right. There are people that take their you know you know I mean besides being a you know a service dog, I still know people that take their dogs 24/7. But and then the problem is you go into a lot of shopping places here. You can't have dogs unless you know they're a registered service dog. So you know that's that's an interesting topic, Sue. I think we'll have to look more into this and do a show on this with the summer months ahead. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I know parts of this country are going to be very extremely hot this summer. Very hot. Very very hot. You know. Uh, you know, I'm just sitting here. You know, it's quite funny, isn't it? And we start on a subject, and it sort of gets you deep in thinking about it. But you know, like people that have got um, dog. You know, I was about to say blind dogs, and they're not obviously not going to be blind, are they? But mm. you know what I mean. Um, dogs for the blind, mm-hmm. so they actually, you know, take them, don't they, everywhere? So what? You know, there must be something that we can have in a car. Maybe somebody knows something that's been invented that somebody's just seen somewhere or whatever. There's got to mm-hmm. be something, hasn't there? Yeah. 
Oh, Sue, I did get a PM from Liz uh, Nitro Foundation. She won't be able to call in. She's got some personal issues, but the page is um, Nitro Foundation at uh, HB70 Lauren, Ohio, and I do believe that they're trying to push a bill through that is not satisfactory. And um, unfortunately, once a bill goes through, it very rarely gets reversed, and that that could be a big. Liz has worked so Liz and so many others have worked so hard on that bill. So I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that it doesn't go through the way it's uh, the way it's written. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, she said she'll call in. Excellent, excellent. Um, you know, I'm going to just ask everybody that's in the chat room to do a bit of a shout out from where you are actually listening in from. It always interests me of where people um, actually call in from. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So let, let's we'll have a little bit of a shout. They'll start putting it in a minute. We'll find out. Um, I'm just trying to see. There was something here I've just missed in the chat room. I've just shared the Nitro's law um, into the chat room as well. Okay. Okay. So that's doing quite good. Um Right. They're just telling me temperatures at the minute. Apparently in Oregon it's 70 degrees. Um, let me have a look. We've got. Uh, they're going to tell me now. Penny's just said they're at 115. Ooh, whoa. That's hot, and it's very humid where she is too. It's 84 degrees in Los Angeles right now where I am, which is not yeah. bad actually. It's so actually pleasant. So we've got Sherry that's at Lanta, Florida in Palm Beach County. We've got Gemini Moonies in Michigan. And that's at 75 at the minute. You know, um, saying that, we had quite a warm day here. But the trouble is with the UK weather, it's not just hot. It's hot and muggy horrible mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. When when I went to New Zealand for a year, it was actually a beautiful heat. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, different. Kind, yeah, just yeah. Always, and you always know here, if we get hot weather, we're always paid back by a thunderstorm. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. I, honestly, I can remember coming from New Zealand, right, and it was all the way in the, you know, it was beautiful blue sky, and as soon as we got by the UK, it was just covered in cloud. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. it, honestly, it, was, it must be a circle surrounding it, I'm certain. Absolutely certain. So how are the so, kids doing, Sue? The kids are well? Kids yes, are they're good? all doing good. They're, they're surviving. <laughs> good, good, good. Just. Just surviving. <laughs> Remember, they're teenagers. Can I, can I just say they're testing at the moment? Very oh, yeah. testing. Hey, my mother said I've been testing her for 57 years. I failed every time, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> 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 no, my mom was, oh, when I was in the hospital, oh, boy, my, you know, my mom was giving me the lecture there, and I was like, Mom, please, you know, I'm 57 years old. I know, but you're still my baby. And, like, the nurse is cracking up. I said to the nurse, I don't find that very funny. <laughs> <laughs> while you're in here, and he, and he just he used to just say, 
I ain't going in no bloody bath, and not a chance, I ain't going there, I want to get out. And I went, you are? I said, you're going in the bath, it's easy. I said, it's like getting in a car. They open the door on the side of the bath, and then you shut it. If you can't get in the bath, I'm going to ring up the licensing people, and I'm going to get them to take the car license off you. He looked at me, he went, you wouldn't. I went, try me. <laughs> so I said, well, just come and have a look. So we walked down, and he had a look, and he went, oh, I didn't want to go in there. I said, I'm telling you, I'm going to get the license took off you then if you're not going to get in. So anyway, the nurses are laughing at me, and he says, oh, all right, then if I must. So anyway, so I said, listen, we're going to go and get you in the bath, but I'm telling you now, it's going to be that you leave your boxes on. I said, you're my granddad. There's parts I don't need to know about my granddad, okay? He went, yeah, all right, then all right. So anyway, he sits in, so they gets him in this bath, and you go through this little door on the side of the bath, and he sits in it, and the water's gone up his legs, do you know what I mean? And it's got mm-hmm. to about his knees. I said, oh, why is that, granddad? He went, oh, it's lovely, Sue. It's really, really nice. It's lovely warmth, and it's making my legs feel better and everything. And I said to the nurse, I said, yes, you can tip it back now, love. It'll be fine. And Grandad's going, no, no, don't tip it back. It's all right. I'm all right. Anyway, I went, it's tough now. I said, you're locked in. So I tipped, <laughs> tipped him back in this bath, and the water's going up to, above his chest. Do you know what I mean? And he's relaxing in this bath. So the nurse says, I'll leave you for a couple of minutes, okay? I said, yeah, that's fine. So I'm talking to him about everything, you know. <laughs> and I'm washing him and everything. I said, does that feel better, Grandad? He went, well, Sue, he said, I've been collecting that fly shit on my leg for years. He said, and look, you take it off so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I I nearly fell in the bath crying, honestly. And apparently uh, they could hear my laugh down the ward. And he uh, just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Just the fact that he could chill. It was, you know, he said it's the best night's sleep. And that sort of leads me to something I want to say to you, Howard. You know what we're saying about the homeless? Mm-hmm. And of the fact that, you know, that we're going to get them new clothes. Is there anywhere near there that maybe, say, a gym or somewhere that doesn't open till a certain time that we could get some of the homeless in there to have a shower if they would like one? Well, I'm going to look into that. I have to ask, you know, Stacy, who called in last week. She's really uh, she's really amazing. I know um, – I don't know if there's any local YMCAs. I know I know there – I think there are some facilities at the – you know, at the at, at Venice Beach where they take showers. But I – I'll be honest with you. I do have to do some more. You know, the hospital uh, kind of set me back a little. But you know, hopefully there, you know, maybe will be places where we can, you know, maybe they'll let them, you know, go in, you know, for now. You know what the problem is, Sue, and it's and it's so sad that people, you know, people are so, um, so, you know, so quick to judge the homeless. And you know, as I said to you, I used to, you know, I grew up in New York. There were a lot of homeless, and a lot of them, you know, would be asking, you know, you know, for money. And the problem is, this is and it certainly didn't help the cause. Many years ago, uh, and this is a true story in Manhattan, this guy would, you know, they have the cups and they'd be asking for money. Well, it turned out that this guy in one year made over $100,000, and he wasn't even homeless. So yeah. it was just, it was, it was bad karma. But but certainly there were, you know, hopefully, um, I know there's restaurants, you know, down there that, that do give them meals uh, when they're closing, some before they open. Um, you know, it's just, you know, it's just something that, you know, I, I just, I just think that most, most people think, just like with the dog suit, whoever, you know, with Lennox, mem- who, you know, it's never going to be me. Just like Heather, who, just, it's never going to be me. Well, guess what? It can easily be you. Anything, yep. any day, any time can happen. You know, you just don't yep. know. So this is why I want people. You know, I know people care. 
they do. It's just a matter of getting people off their tushies and, you know, just getting them involved. And, you know, I, I really just can't think of a better cause. You know, you know, all over the world there's so many homeless people. Because here, I'm going to get you started. But, you know, the governments, the governments, you know, when there's people legitimately, you know, like when we have, you know, vets coming home, you know, same with you from, the, you know, being in the Army, the wars, you know, they're not taking care of them the way they should. These people fought for their countries. They need, you know, they need help. There's people paid taxes their whole life who had an unfortunate situation, but the government pisses away money on bullshit. Yeah. These people are human beings. Yeah. They're, they're, they're no better than me or you or anyone else. And it's yeah. just, um, it's just, it's just something that, you know, I, I'm just, you know, there's such a stereotype there with the homeless. And I went last week, I went, actually, I went out for an hour. I was so frustrated because I couldn't go to Venice. I went driving around for one hour and then finally I found um I found a couple of homeless guys and I had water in my trunk and I gave them a couple of bottle of waters. You know something, Sue? It made my day. It made my yeah. whole day knowing that at least those guys had some water. You know, yeah, and it's exactly. just, as I say to as I say to people, it's just the little gestures, you know. Like I say, when you go to the shelter if you know, the cross posting, go with one little bag of food, whatever it is, but never underestimate your generosity because it start you know, it could start with one little donation and if everyone does it Imagine, Sue, if everyone on Facebook gave a homeless homeless person a bottle of water and, and, and a piece of food tomorrow. Can you imagine? Yeah. It, it would be, I mean, the numbers would be astronomical. It would be through the roof. So, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I just, do, do not, though, Howard, it's so simple as, we, I was talking to this lady today when I went, it was, I was up by Market Drayton sort of area in Shropshire, and I was talking to this lady, and I said to her, it's even down to simple little things that's gone wrong in this world. Manners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. What it's happened true. to thank you? What mm-hmm. happened to putting your hand up to somebody? What happened to just giving a smile? What happened to helping that person up? Because I don't know about in America now, but if you break down on the side of the road, people are even wary to stop and help somebody. Yeah, they are. It's true. You're right. You're right. You know it is true. It's you know what? I even got told today that a, a lady was walk, out walking a dog, right, and she was down like a, a derelict lane, if you like, and there was a chap driving a woman who was gagged, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened was he'd got, he'd got her in the car, but he was fussing about, and he left the door open. She managed to push the door open. This woman saw it, and so she rang up her family, or she rang up somebody or something, and they rang up the police. She ran home, and by that time she come her, got home, the police were on the phone, and she and they said this woman's family said to her, "Look, they need to speak to you on the phone about it." And the woman said, "I can't hardly breathe. I've just ran all the way here." Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you know what? That woman rung her, this lady up. They managed to this woman managed to get away from this chap, and she rung her a month later, and Howard, nobody else reported it to the police that she was gagged in that car, even though some people in the local town saw her in Mm. the car. One Um, person rang the police. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. So my my thing of the day is, if you see something, and now let's face it, this goes down to animal abuse, it goes down to dogs being shot by police, whether you see a dog being abused, a cat being abused, a person, a child, whatever... Report it. Don't think that the person next door or the person on the street or whoever will do it. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You're right. You're right. No it's good called way passing the buck. You know, yep. I agree, Sue. It's called passing the buck. Oh, the other guy will stop and help that person. Or the other guy's going to yep. feed that homeless person. The other, you know, and, and yep. that's just, you just, but, but I have to tell you, Sue, and I don't expect everyone to do this, until I, until I really went down there and spoke to these people, it didn't really hit me. Until I actually spent time with them, sitting on the sidewalk with them, just right with them, drinking the water and petting the dogs and just bullshitting, it really, that's when it really hit me. That's when it really hit me how, how, how hard I have to try now to do something because it's just, you know, you have to, you know, it's called giving back, and it's true. I've, I've been blessed most of my life, and... Um, you know, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you have a roof over your head, taking your nice hot shower, you're having your little tea or coffee and your muffin, and you're having your lunch that day and your dinner that day. Think long and hard for the people that maybe maybe go two or three days. And when you're feeding your pet and you're giving them their treats and you see them drinking out of their bowl and having their food in the tails wagon, think about that. Everyone needs to really think about it. Really spend some time and just think about it, and then you'll see. Then you'll see because you'll want to do something. It's not that people don't want to. I do believe they do. I just think it comes down to. I'll say it. I think it's. I, I'm not. I'm get shit for this, but I think it's just a lot of it is just every. You know, you get so caught up in your everyday life, and it's not that you don't care because I do believe most people do. I think it's just we get caught up, and the days and the weeks and the years go by, and you know, every day goes by. But I think that I think that if people do get involved. In any kind of charity, so not just the homeless, I think it, and you don't do it for that reason, but it does make you feel good. I know when I go to sleep at night now, I know I'm trying. I know you feel the same way, and many, many, many of us on, you know, in the advocate world, lots of people. I don't want people to misunderstand me, but it's just something that people need to think long and hard about when you wake up in the morning and, you know, you're in your bed and you're, you know, you're not in a sleeping bag on the hard cement worrying about where your next meal's coming from. Is it going to rain today? Is it going to be too hot today? Where am I going to go to? protect my animal or myself. So it's it's um it's it's definitely been an enlightening situation for myself. Yeah. John Penny's just said, you know what is sad is that some people look at the homeless like they are a plague or something. Mm-hmm. I have seen some sad things. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with her. And they plague, I don't think so. I I could see I could think of some uh people we have on the show that have had that have the plague. <laughs> Oh, don't even. <laughs> you know how to get set me off, don't you? See, that was pretty. See, I, you know see I've learned the from biggest, you. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what? The funny, in, how many times have we had this rant, right? And I would love to get the government to come on and explain this one to me. You say to me that these people on the streets are a plague. You've probably mm-hmm. got a plague of a paedophile three doors up from your house right now, and you don't even know. Exactly. That's exactly. what I call a plague. Exactly. These no, it's people true. have lost their homes through no choices of their own, etc. Who are short of money and everything. Yeah, that's one thing. That's not a plague. Right? What is a plague is the people are literally have abused children and also to a paedophiles that have been done for it, and the governments help them and give them all this love and care and everything, and put them on a bloody list for God's sake. I mean, for goodness, when is the world going to wake up? Exactly. Oh, do you know what? Exactly. Somebody speak, do you know what? It actually takes a little bit for our voices, Howard, to actually be aired. There's a bit of a time difference, right? Mm-hmm. And I've just got to say, music of the passage is put, what is sad is murderers, rapists, and paedophiles have a better life and more rights than those who have lost their homes. 
That's right. I'll thank you for that because I've just said it as they've typed it and they are literally a little bit behind me. So well done to you. I'm sure that's Jill, actually. So, Jill, you're absolutely right. So, you know, again, Howard, I ask everybody the same question. Everybody who hasn't joined, hey, Mr. Government Globally yet, uh, hey, Mr. Government Globally yet, um, you need to join there because this is the biggest issue of all. You have got to realise that it's not we the people are all to blame. It's the governments because why is it that murderers, rapists and paedophiles have a better life and more rights than somebody that's lost their home? Mm-hmm. You're right. Why? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's that's a big question. I and was talking to a guy today, Howard, that used to work in the asbestos. He'd been working in it for years and years and years, right? Eventually, he'd been working all his life. He's, you know, working long hours every single day, worked all of his life with very few days off work, very hard-working man, you know, um, and did seem to little, get a little bit emotional talking about it. And he told me, you know, that obviously the, the um, stuff had actually caught up with him and he was poorly with it, so I had to give up work. He went into the job centre, and I'm not racist by any means at all, but he was sat next to a Polish guy that obviously hadn't been in the country very long. This guy went in and asked for some help, and they said he wasn't entitled to anything. Even though he'd been working all these years, the Polish guy went in. They offered him free um, driving lessons and all sorts, a house and everything. Unbelievable. And they, um, the governments are wondering why we're racist. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. And see, when I was talking to one of the guys down, I said, he, I said, are you looking for a job? He says, yeah, I'm looking for a job, but I have no permanent address. I have no phone. So how am I going to get a job? And, and you, know, you know, in the U.S. here, there is, so much, there is so much work to be done. You know, the infrastructure, the bridges, the roads. And a lot of, you know, I talked to one guy. He was a Vietnam vet and very handy. He works on, uh, once in a while, he'll fix someone's cars. But he just, you know, the problem is that, some of them are in, you know, such a bad rut that they can't get out of it, and it's just shameful, you know, that they they don't, you know, that they just don't make it easier. But you're right, you know, it's just it's just a very, very messed up system, and um, you know, I, and I did definitely believe a lot of the politicians just turn their head and say these are useless people, and shame on them, you know, just shame on them. But let me ask you, so I want to ask you to flip the coin as, you know, let's say, okay, so there are people there, you know, I was talking to the homeless. Now there are people that choose to be down there and live that lifestyle. That that is what they want. They don't want to work, they want they just can't deal with society. So how do you know you know, what's your opinion on that? Like a friend of mine well said to me, Well, if you knew they it was their choice, would you still have given food and water? I said, Of course I would. But but it is an interesting topic. I mean there are people that want to that don't want to go back into society. Do you know what though, Howard? Let's be realistic for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's have a, let's just say, for instance, for you, you get and up I'm in the morning. And I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it no, out no. there for you. Okay. You, you get up in the mornings, right, mm-hmm. and you go to work. Mm-hmm. You come home, you have mm-hmm. your tea, you chill out, and you go to bed. Mm-hmm. You get up the next morning, you go get up to go to work. Yep, you come same home, thing. Blah, blah, blah. You pay the mm-hmm. bills. You've got hardly any money left over. Getting point of all of that. Yeah, I hear you. And that's how people you. look at it. Yeah, Why I guess do you so. want to keep living like that all the time? Just you're working and breaking your neck to live. Why? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, the only reason that the world is like that is because of greed, 
because the governments and everything else, it still comes to the same thing. People, do you know, some people cannot cope with that lifestyle, Howard. No, it's, I know. It's the best lifestyle for them to go and lie on a bench and mm-hmm. literally just live from day to day than it Absolutely. is to be able to cope with all that. And some people, exactly. they, they thought to themselves, I can't cope with this anymore, and they've gone and just left. Yep, yep, you I know, hear you. Let, let's yeah. face it, Howard, right? Imagine this, but, and I'm going to sit for a gone sense. You've got a gentleman, and this is a made-up gentleman before anybody says, oh, that sounds like such and such. It's a made-up person. Mm-hmm. But let's just imagine that Joe Bloggs has got a family, okay? Mm-hmm. He's got two children and a wife. He's not feeling so good, and he's feeling all, older now and everything, but he wants to provide for his family. He goes to work every day and comes back home every day, but just not making ends meet. He's struggling. He's trying to do more and more hours, but more and more hours and making him poorly. He then one morning gets up and snaps, walks, gets a bag of stuff, clothes and a few bits of food and stuff, and walks out because he just cannot cope anymore. And mm-hmm. he walks out because he can't do it. Yeah. Is that wrong of him, really? Hey, if that, no, if that's the way, you know, if that's, if he... You know, it's not if that's you know if that's the way someone feels, they have that's how they they got to do what they got to do. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're but saying. But the thing is, though, Howard, there is thousands of people that feel like that every single morning. Probably and millions. That's because the governments are pushing us and pushing us and pushing us, and until the society stands up and says we've had enough, it's exactly the same as animal cruelty. It's exactly the same as child cruelty. It's yep. exactly the same as having paedophiles roaming the streets every single day. Exactly what's happening every single day. There is more people committing suicide. There is more people going into places to get help because they. Why? Because they are pulling us down. Yep. That's, yeah, I agree. People that, can't that, do it, Howard. Something's going to snap. No, and it's not going to get any better. Something's going to snap at some point. Yep. And it's not going to get better either. You know, it's just no. it's. You know, I remember when I was homeless for a couple of weeks, and I, I just I had no hope. It was like I just had no, nothing to hope for, nothing to, you know, nothing to live for, nothing. I was, it was very dark days of my life, and um, that's probably one of the reasons I'm doing this also. But I totally, I totally understand and agree with what you're saying. You just, you know, we just get into that everyday rut that taxing the shit out of us and taking more and more and more and, you know, less help, less help, less help. And these politicians here, they have Cadillac health plans. They plans for the rest of their lives and, you know, bonuses, yep. secret service, limousines, cars, jets. You know, and that also that also now that you got me started, that also goes for some of the big guys who run the biggest companies in this country, you know, laying people off, increasing health care costs, and they're taking big fat ass bonuses. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. So you know, when you you know, when you read a company just laid off a hundred people and the CEO took a million dollar bonus, how's that gonna make you feel? It's gonna make you feel like you don't wanna you know, you wanna give up. It's terrible. Exactly. And do you know what? I'm just reading in the chat room the fact that um, Sherry Rose, who's our dear friend Sherry, bless her, big mm-hmm. hug, Sherry, um, she's put, Sue, there is no free mental help, trust me. Nope, there isn't. There isn't. So in other words, you know, and she's right, there's no, so in other words, instead of helping people, which, you know, help them, help them get back on their feet, so otherwise now they're in the streets, and so it's just it's just a total rat race. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yep. There needs to be there needs to be more mental health care in the country. Absolutely, at one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And the thing is, I, I'm also thinking about the fact that, you know, when you guys say that you want to go to doctors, 
I mean, here we've got an NHS and different things to help us. But you guys over there at the end of the day, I've heard it where people have said they, want, they need to go to doctors. They can't afford to go. Yeah, it's expensive. I mean, I pay for Leslie and I, and we're you know we're over we're both over fifty years old, and you know I have very I have very good health care. It costs me for my for my health and my dental, costs me one hundred and twenty dollars a week, so it's about six thousand dollars a year. So, yeah. And if I and and I have to tell you, Sue, my company is kicking in fifty percent of that. If I was to have the same insurance on my own, it'd be twelve thousand dollars, which I couldn't afford. So yeah. it's just it's it's very hard. It's just it's it's just a very very and you know you know like you said shame on the government. It's not taking care of the people. Mental health, health. It, it, you know it's just horrible. It's just horrible because they're all selfish, greedy, and self-centered. That that's really what it yep. is. That's how I really feel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm just reading. I'll tell you, we've got some brilliant people in the chat room tonight. Um, uh, Penny's just put it's a big rat race. There is no longer Section 8 in Oregon. Um, Pebble says you have to say you are going to kill yourself in the USA to get any help. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then they put you in the loony bin. Jess, yeah. Jess has just put there is just not open, there is just not open in this country until further notice indefinitely. Um, Jill's put there isn't um, in Los Angeles area because too many people needed it, so they stopped it altogether. Sherry's put, sometimes my depression is so bad, I've even called the local free clinic, and they told me I would have to get there and fill our paperwork and get medical before they would even talk to me. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. It's it's tough, Sue. It's not, um, it, 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 it's just not easy. It's just, you know, sometimes no. life is just not that easy. And it can be very no. cruel. And But, you know, Thank God for people like you and other people helping and getting the word out there because I do believe it's making a difference. But on the flip side, so we do have, you also have to have hope and just care care about people and love and you know just love your neighbor and love your friend and and just love your family and don't don't take any of it for granted. You just can't take it for granted. It's just you know sometimes life stinks. You know we have our ups and our downs. You've certainly been there, my friend. You know we all go oh, through it. Oh, good grief, yeah. But at the same time, you have to. You also have to try to make the most of every day. I do believe that also. So yeah. I guess we, you know, I guess you we know, do the best you know we can. What, I, I've talked to a lot of people over the last few months about loads of different things, and I do honestly believe, and um, there's a slight bit of hope in this, that people are starting to unite. People are starting to talk. People are starting to get fed up to the back teeth of all this. Mm -hmm. And I have got to say this sentence again, and this is for those people I spoke to today, and I said to them I would say this again. It's 5% of the government, and we, the society, are 95%. It shouldn't be the government. We, sh we shouldn't be scared of the governments. It's time the governments were scared of us. We are the ones that are in control, because as quick as we voted them in, we can vote them out. That's right. That's if you right. don't we pay think that your government's doing right for you, then it's time we got rid. That's right. We pay their salaries. We're paying their yep. big fat salaries to do nothing. <laughs> yep. So it's yep. yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. But uh, yeah, back to the homeless. I'm gonna uh, hopefully next week. I'm gonna go back down to the beach, and uh, and resume my duties down there. I, I you know, so I actually miss the folks down there. I miss talking to them. I miss being with them, and uh, yep. they're just really good people. 
And then, um, you know, maybe next month then we'll do the showdown from there. They're really excited. I think it's something for them to look forward to. And, uh, you know, if it'll help them and give them some hope and make them, you know, make their day, that's great then. You know, you just just got to have some good days in there too. Yeah. Um, of course, I've just got to read um, a couple of statuses of um, the NJSPCA. Uh, 21 hours ago, he's put uh, from the captain, to all, to report an animal cruelty in the state of New Jersey, you can either call our 24-7 hotline at 1-800-582-5979, now staffed by professional trained dispatchers, or you can go to the njspca.org and use the Report Cruelty tab. If you're following our page, you obviously care about animals or are an attorney stalking this page. And if you suspect cruelty, take the next step and report it. Remember, it is our collective responsibility to speak up for the animals and be their voice. Also, please remember that if an animal welfare group starts talking, working together, we can have one united and strong voice. If everyone involved in animal welfare, the real animal welfare humans, not the profiteers, actually united as one, we would be a powerful group that could change the world for the animals. Consider letting the human emotions go and live, live the mantra, it's all about the animals. Just saying, mm-hmm. Captain. Yep, he's right. And, you know, we said last week he's been on the show many times, Sue, and Captain has such an amazing outlook on things. He always seems to... Uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know if it's what he does every day, but it's just uh, he's he's um, he's quite an amazing human being. You always get the mm-hmm. hugs, but you know I don't get any hugs, but you get the hugs. Now, I couldn't and, I and, couldn't even sneak a quick one today, bless him. Never mind. Catch up with him soon, I'm sure. One other thing I wanted to address, and I'm and uh, Captain and I have talked about this on the phone. He talked about it on the show. Keisha's trial is going to start in in three weeks. She may get off. She may go to jail. I, you know, no one knows, but I, and I've had discussions with the captain on the phone with this. Do I want justice served? Yes, Sue, I do. But, uh, you know, as I've said many times, the law is going to change. Captain is very pleased with the way the law is written, and if the captain's pleased with it, I'm happy with it. He knows what to look for in the laws. The laws will strengthen. Patrick is happy. He's healthy. He's living a great life. So many people, you know, have become united because of him, and I, and I just, and I just hope that if, if she does walk, I, I just hope I don't, that we don't see the language and the cursing. You know, so it's a waste of breath, Sue. I, you know, so I'm just yep. over it. I just want to move on. You know, justice served, you know, something. You know, I, I, you know, you know I've had people, you know, you don't care and you don't you want her to go to jail. You know, something, Sue, and, you know, I might get shit for this. I really don't care, and I love Patrick as much as anyone, and I'm a pretty good advocate. I have to look at it also long term. I have to look like you would say government changing. The law, the law changing in New Jersey is a big deal, and I hope it spreads throughout the country and the world. Patrick uniting people and sending a message and giving hope is a big deal. Patrick being in a safe home, eating and healthy and happy is a big deal, and and that's the way I feel. So if she does walk, I, I just hope because I, I will stay off Facebook that day. I just think the language and cursing her out and it. it to me, it's just counterproductive. It's just not getting anything done, and so that's you know exactly. that's my mini you know that's my mini rant on that. People want to disagree. That's fine. Sure, I want justice served, but you know, God will judge her. The jury will decide what her fate is, and 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 life will go on. But the point is, we have to be more united than ever. We have to get these abusers, you know. Off. And you know something, Sue? She has created. I think she created. 
you know, I remember when it first happened, the anger, but the anger turned into passion. And I think that's what the captain's trying to tell us. It's passion and it's about the animals. It's about, it's about reacting and changing the laws and getting people on the show and get, you know, just, just people calling their lawmakers. So, you know, that's how I feel about the Keisha thing. I don't hate Keisha. You know, something I don't, I don't have any feelings for her. But the point is, all I know is that things are going to move forward and it will get better for the animals and people will get stiffer sentences. So that's my mini rant on that whole thing. <laughs> yep, exactly. How do you, how do you uh, feel about that? And the thing the is, whole... it doesn't matter how much you scream, Howard, it's not Correct. going to change what happened to Paul Patrick. That's right. You're right. You're right. It okay. happened for, yep, it, I've said this a hundred times, it happened for a reason, and he survived for a reason. And you know something, I wouldn't be friends with you and many of other hundreds of people on Facebook that I have come to love and adore and I consider family. So, you know something, I guess certain things you're not supposed to question. So, and I'm not a religious person, but it happened, it's over, move on, and whatever will be, whatever her fate will be, will be. You know, that's, uh, you know, hopefully she'll never own a dog again and hopefully she'll never do it again. And, you know, who knows, maybe she even learned from it. I don't know. It's not for me to judge, and I'll never know. But all I know is that we need to move on and, you know, get these – get just 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 move on and, and, and just do what we're best at. Yep. And, and do you know what, Howard? At the end of the day, you can blame Keisha. You can blame the people that live around her because nobody reported it. That's right. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to the same thing and what I keep telling everybody, two different things. One, if everybody spayed and neutered their dogs and cats, there wouldn't be such a big issue because there wouldn't be so many. Absolutely. The other thing is, if everybody started to stand up to their government, they'd have to change laws, and people like Keisha and all the other ones that have been so cruel to these animals would actually get a sentence that was worthwhile and that would actually stop them from wanting or even thinking about doing it. At the moment, they don't get anything for it. What gets That's me right. is the fact is when the captain informed me that even if she does get done, you know, she gets sentenced or whatever she does get, it doesn't really matter because she can go and get a dog in a different area. That's right. Because she's moved now, so she can go and get a different dog, another dog because she's in a different area. Correct. That's what I think is disgusting. It is. And how about, how about when they it let her? Yeah, yeah, you're right, Sue. It, it doesn't about, matter what sentence they give her. It doesn't. No, it doesn't matter now. It's not going to change Patrick's situation. Correct. He's, he's in a good place now. Correct. But the thing is, she could be. She could have another dog very, very soon, and there's nothing that we can do for it. Correct. How nothing. about when they let a pedo- How about when they let a pedophile out and they're supposed to register? That's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard. That's a bunch of crap. Exactly. It's, it's, so it's rubbish. Yeah. But the thing is, we, the ordinary folk, even advocates, cannot change that. The only thing us advocates can do is be a voice for the voiceless and stand up to these governments and say, we have had enough. That's right. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter how many pages we make up. It doesn't matter how many groups we add to it. It doesn't matter how much of an ego you've got. It doesn't matter if you've got thousands of pounds in the bank to put into a chip-in. At the end of the day, until these governments get a rattling and realize that us the people have had enough and we're not taking it no more, nothing is going to get changed, Howard. Nothing. I agree. I agree. I totally agree with you. But, you know, but there was a lot of outrage with Keisha, and the law is going to change. So, there, so that's a small victory. You know, people yep. protested. They, they, they wrote the lawmakers. They wrote the governor. Captain was certainly involved. He put a lot of pressure, and the lawmakers worked together on this. So that, that indeed, when, that, when the day that bill is signed, it will be a victory. It will be a small victory, but it will be a victory. 
And yep. uh, that'll that'll certainly be a day to celebrate. So whatever will be, will be. It's just uh, we yep. just got to move on and you know just do our thing and 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 just use our voices in the right way. You know, just you know, as I said, cursing Kishirat is not going to do a goddamn thing for anybody. Just not. It's just a waste of breath as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely crazy. Um, if anybody's got any more updates that you want to share, or there's a story you want me to give a quick shout out about, uh, start again, shout out about, please put it into the chat room and I'll give it a quick shout before the end of the show. We've got a quarter of an hour. If anybody wants to call in, 347-327-9694. And I did want to say hello to Pebbles there. I wonder, I heard she got some new new green pajamas, Sue. I'm gonna get shit for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh brother! I think She's... Pebbles should call in. We haven't had a good word with Pebbles for ages. I know, I know. Oh, I'm Pebbles, gonna get. We've still got twelve whole minutes. <laughs> yeah, I want to know if those green pajamas have polka dots, or they're striped, or they're plain. What do you think, Sue? I think we should have a. We should take a poll oh. on this. <laughs> I, I actually think she'd be like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, the inc- yes, the Incredible Pebbles. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, bless her. You do realize yeah, gotta... you're going to be in so much trouble when she comes on. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to get it. But that's okay, though. She's she's a sweetheart. I love Pebbles to death. We talk every day like I talk to you. And, you know, that's another miracle of uh, you know of, of the advocate world, meeting such wonderful people. And that, that is truly amazing, Sue. By the way, exactly. we didn't hear from uh, we didn't hear from uh, from Kathy today. I hope she's doing okay. She, she's with friends. I did speak oh, to her, and I'm going to catch okay, up good. with her after the show as well. Okay, good, good, so, good, good. Um, I just found. Let me just read this. I can feel a rant coming on, Howard. Just another Uh-oh. one. I mean, as if I haven't had enough rants for one day. That's okay. Um, oh my goodness. Precious, an elderly Labrador retriever has seen far too much of the Los Angeles County Animal Care and Control in Baldwin Park, California. Oh, that's uh, near me. Indicates that she was adopted from this facility as a puppy and then returned at the age of 11. Now at 16, she has somehow wound up there once again. Her betrayal loops like a recurring nightmare from the sense of belonging and companionship to lost fear and loneliness. At 16 years of age, Precious should be with her purse with her person, the one who worries for the day when she is no longer part of their life because time has taken its toll. Instead, she is alone waiting for someone who is not coming. Please take a moment to network on his elderly dog's behalf. Her person is not going to help her out of this situation or death situation. Now, mm-hmm. I'm just reading because it says about a sad update, and I'm looking at this poor little dog. No. Rescue eases 16-year-old dumped Baldwin Park dog to the Rainbow Bridge. And this was the 15th. Um, mm. Precious, a 16-year-old Labrador retriever, was humanely euthanized this afternoon. Her paws held in the hands of strangers who provided her with something that the dog's owners failed to offer, compassion and love. Precious' story was widely circulated on Saturday. The elderly dog had been returned to Baldwin Park Animal Control for the third time in her life. For a brief moment, there was elation as word spread that her life had been spared. Late Saturday afternoon, Precious was pulled from the facility by a rescue organization. On Saturday night, the name of the agency was revealed, as was the rest of the story. Labrador's and Friends Dog Rescue heard about Precious and rushed to the shelter to ensure that she could be released as soon as possible. Sadly, the elderly dog was found to be, to be suffering. 
the rescue agency shared the following information. She was in horrible shape, um, atrophied muscles, large lumps all over her body, labored breathing. Mm. She could hardly walk or stand on her own, but we were there for her. After examination and a long discussion with the vet, the kindest thing we could do was let her go peacefully, surrounded by love. Precious was not alone when she passed. Though her person was not there, a volunteer with a rescue organization was standing in that person's stead, mm. offering the compassion and kindness which they had filed, failed to prove. The agency shared, the whole time Precious was at the vet, Janet held her paw and kept telling her it would be okay. It was the first time that Janet saw her relax. Trembling stopped. She was peaceful. Rest in peace, Precious. Um, Sue, the lady with the green pajamas is on hold. <laughs> Pebbles. Oh, yeah, she just popped up, as you said. Uh, <laughs> hi, Pebbles, how are you doing? Hey, Sue, hey, Howard. Hey, Pebbles, so we want to Great know, the green, are, the green pajamas, are the green pajamas polka dots, striped, or solid? No, they're striped. No, but, no, I'll, I'll take a picture of them for next week. Howard <laughs> wants me to get green glasses. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so funny. You guys are so great. I'm so glad you guys are back together and you're back on the air. Yes, we're back on. And, and we'll get um, help. Um, I don't know what we can do for Jess. It just sounds like there's a lot of people and animals that need help. Yep. I, I could probably help her and her service animals, but I'm not quite sure about the other, yeah. know, the rest yeah. of the family. Yeah, yeah. But I will do my best to do that, Sue. And get yeah. me any you know information. What, Pebbles, I'm actually sat here thinking, and Howard and Pebbles, you'll know how much I hate starting a new page. But I'm thinking you are absolutely right, and I thought this was talking to Penny earlier and saying maybe I need to set up a page that is called Helping People and Animals with Animals. Because yeah. there is loads of people out there that are struggling because they've got animals they can't move. Maybe they're in a bad place, but they can't move because they can't find somewhere else with uh, where they can take their dogs or their animals too. Absolutely. Well, correct. I, I, I absolutely agree with you, but um, it sounded like she had two animals that were her service animals, and the rest sounded like they were just, you know, little ones that she could bring with her too. But, um, you know, the rest of the family and stuff, that's going to be hard. Yeah. She yeah. can get help. She can get help in Oregon, but... You know, the rest of the family, I, I don't know if I can help them, but I will try my best. I will try yeah. my best. The thing is, with Pebbles, with, with them, it might be that maybe the family needs to separate, but we can actually help them individually rather than hold together at one. Yes. But the the biggest thing right now is that, in my mind, is that we help Jess because she is disabled. And, exactly, yes. Um, mm. You know, she is she is east of Eugene, Oregon, and that's, you know, mountainous, and I heard her saying, you know, she's at the top of a hill and stuff. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll try my best to help her. Well, it'll I be a group don't... effort, Pebbles. We all yeah, have, but, I just but don't Sue know the... if I can help yeah. the rest of the family. But, Sue, the page would be a great idea, and um, and, and Pebbles and I would gladly be admins if, if you would have us on Absolutely. there. Absolutely. I would, I yeah, would definitely I help. There's so many people suffering out there, you know, I know and I'm not just so talking America. I, I, know. Mean, I mean, I know. Worldwide, worldwide, there are so I know. many people suffering. I know. So I would have been yeah. homeless myself. I mean, I, you know, I, 
I don't know. It's just it's a crazy world out there, what we're dealing yeah. with. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know too. If you didn't see any New Jersey people on there, we had some crazy, crazy storms come through here. Oh really? Okay. Oh my God! Oh, again boy. tonight, thunder, lightning. I mean, I'm sure everybody in New Jersey has lost power again. Um, uh, that's probably why the captain didn't. He's probably yeah. Um, he's probably yep. got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, We'll oh, say, definitely. I mean, these storms are huge. We'll say we'll say prayers for them. And yeah. Pebbles, I, I wanted since you're on, I wanted to thank you so much for all the support you gave me when I was in the hospital. I oh, can't tell you're you welcome, how Howard. much it means you know to I me. Love you. I love you too, my friend. And, you know, uh, Sue, I love you, and you guys are doing great work. And just keep it up. I mean, you know, it yep. it's really hard, and it sucks to read all these stories and. Sorry to say that word, but um, <laughs> it worried? does. Suicide worse. <laughs> I know, but, you know, we somehow have to find somewhere in our heart that we can just help these people. Absolutely, and we will. We are going to make yeah. a difference. We are going to make and a Howard, difference. And, Howard, I'm going to get ready um, to send you a huge package okay. for, of clothes and toys and some money um, for you to bring down to the homeless um, I'm going through my my you know attic okay. winter summer things. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and actually, and actually, the event starts June 20th. It's going to go through August. Go green and blue for the homeless and their pets. And I've had several. I don't want a couple of people I didn't want names mentioned, but I mean you already said it. But I have about four to six people already sending me packages that I yeah. am going to bring down to Venice Beach. I will not accept yeah. any. I will not accept cash from anyone. I don't want that responsibility. But if people want to send you know recycled clothes. Um, any sheets, bedding, I will gladly accept that. And yeah. uh, I will. I, well, I just I, and, figured I'd send you some clothes, a couple yeah, dog toys, well, and maybe is. like 20 bucks and, in the box. I know, you did the, uh, I know you did the right thing. And that's the I thing hope. is that, you know, if we, if we have a link to someone like you, Howard, or you, Sue, who knows, you know, where these things are going, then I have no problem with that. Exactly. Yeah. Right? The, the trouble is, though, Pebbles, I mean, a lot of people trust me and Howard and Kathy and everything, but there is always a jealous person. And I and I have got no problem in saying, at this moment in time, I am actually watching somebody at the moment who is messaging people on Facebook, asking for money to various events that I think is totally, totally, totally yeah. wrong, and I'm disgusted. Yeah. And the trouble yeah. is, there is too many people getting money for individual dogs, individual things, well, we could be saving thousands with that money by spaying a nutrient and saving this uproar in the first place. Yeah, uh, there absolutely. Is another, there is also another charity, which, again, I'm not going to mention no names because I'm on the warpath of that, where they are actually keeping animals alive that I don't think is right and getting money to make them better. Mm. Is it the right mm. thing to keep an animal suffering just to get money in? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that too. It's it's really a fine line, and we we know that. And Howard knows where I am with my you know elder dog right now. And um, yeah, there is a fine line. There's a fine line. Yep. Yep. And it's, you know sometimes don't get it, me wrong. they I mean, just it, this yeah, but this isn't somebody like yourself who's got an elderly dog that you've loved for years and years. This is a charity that finds dogs that are very, very, very ill hmm. and keep them going as far as I'm concerned for money. Hmm. No, I, I understand else. what you're saying, Sue. I yeah. understand. And, and please, you know, um, just, um, you know, send me an email with 
the you know those people and and I'll yep. make sure to keep my Hello. eye out. But anyways, yep. I see um, I think you guys have uh, two minutes left. So can I yep. love you both? Bubbles. Thank you both for everything you do. I support you both. Um, anything I can do for either one of you or anybody who loves you like I do, um, you know, send me a send me a link or a chat or a email. Love you, Pebbles. All right, good night, guys. Thank Love you both. Bye bye. Bye bye. Another amazing and fantastic show is all I can it, say to that. Absolutely, and I'm glad we're back on. Uh, you know, it took one week off. It felt like a month. <laughs> <laughs> It took some catching up, I can honestly say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, so we will see a picture of Pebble in her pajamas shortly with the matching glasses, so that's exciting. Now, she's, um, yep. I, have to, I have to say, Pebbles is among one of the best supporters of the show, and uh, and we appreciate everyone that supports the show. We just, please, guys, please get the word out there for Sue and the Ask Sue Show group and the government group and... Uh, we all, you know, Sue just needs the hand, and we'll, she'll put it out. There it was another great show, and just just more information, Sue. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And just to let you know, Howard, I've started the new page, Ask Sue Show Helping People. Great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know what I'm like. On, onwards and onwards. <laughs> Here we well, go. Howard, yep. thank you very much for joining me on the show again tonight. Okay, honey, I love you, and I'll see you next Tuesday. And you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you very much to everybody who's been listening to the show. And thank you very much to Martin, who's also been listening, and everybody in the U.K. A good night to you all. Bye-bye.